we're going to make art about what we were living at the time, about our dreams, and about anything we chose. We were not going to stay in a, in a little box. What's up, brother? What's up, my man? Not much, bro. Long time no see, man. You saw me Sunday, brother. Oh, yeah. But I didn't see you yesterday. So I missed you. I miss you, too. Yeah. <laughs> Where were you? Oh, man. Busy weekend. Busy weekend. Yeah. So we got some amazing people today, man. We do. And um, we're going to let them introduce themselves. Exactly. Yes. I'm Betty Rage. My name's Grim from Greensboro Roller Derby. And I'm Pepper Spray Patty. Greensboro Roller Derby. Amazing. I've never been to one of your games, though, even though my brother has. And he said he loved it. Yeah. And I got really curious. And I'm like, huh. I seen one movie about roller derby. And I was like, okay, how real is that compared to like the real thing, you know? Which was it Whip It? I forgot. I forgot the name of it. Was it Ellen Page? Yeah, whip it? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was that was it. That was it. Roller yeah. derby is nothing yeah. like whip it. <laughs> 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 Not anymore. Nope. So can you guys tell us a little bit about like this awesome uh, roller derby team? I never like I never knew we even had a roller derby team to be honest until like I went to the Wave Makers Fair and uh, I was like, oh wow, we have a roller derby team. League. So a, der um, a league? You didn't know we had a league? Okay. Yeah, we have one. It's um we're out of Greensboro. Um so we've been around since two thousand and ten in Greensboro. No and then now we're so we're kinda branching out. There's a lot of us that are scattered through the whole area. We've mm -hmm. gone from as far out as Cary and Raleigh and then we've got people that are in Winston Salem. And then we've actually got one that comes down from Virginia oh that wow. plays with us. So it's pretty out there and there's a lot of leagues in the area. Um but that's the closest one to here and then there is one in Raleigh. There's another one out there. Back in the day, did were people interested in things like this? Like back in maybe 15, 20 years ago? Absolutely. Um, you know, old school roller derby is a lot different. It's, you know, the, the Ellen Page movie that you saw. Mm. That's, that's what we call old school derby. That's not really how it's played today. Um, we're actually a part of the WFTDA, which is the Women's Black Track Roller Derby Association. Um, and that's our governing body, kind of like NFL, you know? Um, so we have rules, regulations, we have to wear a certain type of equipment, head, uh, helmets, mouth guard, uh, elbow pads, knee pads, um, all of that. We have to wear all of that and in order to compete. And if we don't, we can't compete because it's unsafe. Um, so there's a lot of like regulation. There's a lot of rules, and you if you break a rule, you get a penalty. Just like you know any sport, any sport exactly. Yeah. It's it's it it is truly a sport. That's kind of what it has evolved into. It is a sport. Yeah. Anything mm -hmm. that is physical is sport. Like poker, poker is not a sport. <laughs> Chess <laughs> is not a sport. <laughs> you know, and yeah. and they have tournaments out on that stuff. On SPN. Yeah. 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 They have tournaments. Well. I don't think it's sport, but I w it was still interesting. Um, pool tournaments. Yeah. Oh, and I play pool. Yeah. yeah. And they classify that as sport. Uh, and I was thinking, that is very interesting. And I like the, um, you know, 
the things that you, the, the, the mental capacity you have to use when you play in pool to kind of estimate the angles of what you're hitting the ball and what that ball is going to hit and you know all that i like that kind of thing but i don't think it's a sport mm. it's well, not i played apa you did i wouldn't know if i would consider it really a sport but it is very competitive in that and sense yes it is a lot of skill involved with the angles it's 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 a lot of fun but it's also a lot of people in a bar for like with no <laughs> sunshine <laughs> for like <laughs> How many hours, like six hours at a time, trying to, you know, finish one team against a team to see who wins? Well, I, I understand the concept of if it's, um, how you say it, like you said before. Um, Ment- it's like mentally. No, no, competitive. Competitive. If yeah. it, I understand if, if it's competitive and it, that, that it makes a lot of either money or, or attracts a team of people. But to me, I, I guess some people call that a sport but to me it's more like a hobby y- no like an activity like it like, like a hobby yeah yeah that's um, essentially what it was but you know but when you go pro i don't know i feel like we need more words to define things like that yeah because <laughs> to me in a sport is something physical something like you can get hit or you push somebody else or you steal something from somebody else mm-hmm. to like do challenging else. your body yeah, exactly yeah mm-hmm. that, that to me is a sport yeah. Like CrossFit, I, w- I will consider CrossFit a sport. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One thing about Derby that um, it's kind of evolved, like I was saying, um, it was originally just pure entertainment. And wrestling on skates. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, one 100%. It was, it's very like, ooh, what's that? They're going to hit each other, beat each other up. But like, it, it's, people were coming for that, you know, sensationalism and stuff. But you know, these days we want it to be recognized as a sport because we are like athletes. We, you know, just like Betty here, she has a broken ankle. Like we do get down and we, you know, it's Mm. not just fighting and petty. So can you explain me like, how do you guys keep score or anything like that? Because I really don't know much. Sure. So when, so Derby's consisted of five players, each team. So you have two teams. Um, and you have four blockers for each team, so that is a total of eight blockers. And then you have two jammers who are from each team, one from each team. And then what the jammer does? So the jammer is the one who actually scores the points. Oh. So they actually start. Oh, the jamming it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got so, you. Okay. So when you have so when a jam starts, which is a whistle will blow, and then you have these four blockers, and then you have two teams lined up. So it's a total of eight people on the track. You have to then, in turn, your jammer has to get through that pack one time. You've got to come through once, and that is who's decided as a lead jammer, who is the one who then can, easiest way to say it is can stop the jam when she's ready. Hmm. Um, And so when you get through that first initial pass, then the next time that jammer comes back through the pass, if she passes the opposing player's hips, that's her point. So that's the reason why the blockers are constantly blocking a jammer to not to let them by. Um, because if she gets by their hips, that's her point. And even in sometimes in a lot of game plays, you might see a lot of them, they've gone by her hips and then they run back after her to get her because she can't get any more of their points until she comes back around. Oh. So that's the reason why you're constant at a battle yeah. with blockers because in your jammers. And then on top of that, you have your blockers blocking their jammer so then you have another group of people on the track that you've got to then get try to get around too 
So there's a lot of offense and defense play automatic. Like you start mm-hmm. off and every time it's like once your jammer gets out, then you stick on the defense of blocking their block their jammer. And then once your jammer comes back through, now you need someone to play offense real quick. Huh. And then so you're constantly doing that. And then and then going back to the first jammer that comes out, they call the lead jammer. When she sees that she's not going to get a point or another jammer's coming up really fast, she'll call it off by tapping her hips. So you'll see a lot of just like crazy. Oh, that's what I come from. Yes. Oh, you see? I so you it, have yeah. this crazy outrageous <laughs> sign. And the, reason, yeah. and the reason they're doing it is because there's refs watching. There's refs, refs watching you. There's refs watching the wall of blockers, this, that. And so you want to make sure they see you because if they don't and that other jammer comes by, she can get a point. Mm. You don't want that. And that is where your points for your game come from, is how many times you, your jammer goes through the pack after the initial to catch points. I want to see a game, dude. It's very, I mean, yeah. we've got. Was it June 2nd? Yeah, I think we got one June 2nd. Is that it's right? It's the Dollies and the Bettys. And that's our two home teams. Where we've got three home teams and we have two travel teams. Oh. And actually our A team that's traveling is actually going to be in Lowdown Throwdown. In Savannah, Georgia, this week. I think it's Savannah. It's Augusta. Augusta. One yep. of those. <laughs> um, they're going to be down in Georgia this weekend playing. Go team. Mm-hmm. Yep. So do you guys sit down and, and plan, planned out strategies to, you know, to pass the blockers and to, co- you know, to collect points, stuff like that? Absolutely. We have actually a training committee uh-huh. where um, I'm actually a, a captain, one of the team captains, mm-hmm. um, and we all get together and meet and, and collectively go over what we need to, you know, keep working on, what are we lacking, and we actually have a, um, a whole, like, sheet that plans out, you know, we should be doing endurance-based stuff this half of the month or the season, and then we should move into more of, like, a cool-down phase this month. So it's very meticulously, like, strategized and planned out, and we're doing, um, you know, different drills at practice. We practice, um, gosh, almost – we actually practice every day of the week except Saturday. Oh, wow. Yeah, some some days are different for, like, the new um, – the academy strater, skaters, which is, you know, we call, like, the, the new skater program. Um, the trainees, they, they practice, I think mm-hmm. – Three times, you know, it's three times a week. It's two, two-hour practices, and then one, one-hour practice. Yep. And then we have two league practices. Um, well, actually, three league practices, and mm-hmm. then um, a scrimmage when everyone comes together on Sunday and plays together. Huh, this, this is like a legit thing. Absolutely, right? it's one hundred percent like a lifestyle legit. thing. Oh yeah. It's yeah. I just saw a, a, an article today that says d- roller derby is the new yoga because it's, it's a it's a sport that people are joining be- to wind down and to kind of. Know. Get the anger out get on somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> All the aggression. All oh the yeah. aggression. That's very important. That that's very important. That's why so many people right now in our society are so stressed out and keep being stressed out because they don't have that release of of just saying fuck you to somebody or saying mm-hmm. something like that or releasing that negative energy from the day. You know. Yeah, that's actually the one part of the day that I actually zone out. Yeah, and don't I don't have to worry with work. I don't have to worry about what I've got going on at home. When I come to Derby, I just want to come to Derby and practice, fuck somebody, play, up. Mm-hmm. you know, and then see a group of girls that normally we would never see. Like a clan, like, you have your yeah, clan. Yep. Yeah. You have a group. There's a group of that. I mean, we've got sixty, sixty. That's sixty some. Something sixty some. 
um, players on the league. Wow. And so sometimes you won't even – so there's – everybody has their own, like the ones they really hang out with. But then there's ones that, like, mine, it's, like, one of the closest ones I hang out with, she's in Winston-Salem half the time. So it's, like, you only see them when you come to practice. So then you want to – when you're at practice, you're having fun practicing and working on stuff. But then you're pushing yourself, too, because you've got other people pushing as well. But it's the one time that I can actually – I know for me, when I get there, I don't want to think about work. I don't want to think about what's going on because you – it's the way of just really not paying attention and then just having – a two-hour time for not worrying with nothing else. I know for me it was concentrating on skills. I had pushing my body to something I had never done before because when I came to Derby, I was very out of shape, couldn't do anything like I could do on skates. And then each time it was, I'm going to get better at this each and every time I come to practice. Forgot about everything at home and just this is what I'm going to accomplish today. Yeah, I actually joined back in 2015 um, Appalachian Roller Derby. That's where I started out. And the reason why I joined is because I was working three jobs. I was a student at Appalachian State. Um, I was having a lot of relationship problems. And um, it, I found something that was, like, for me that I could just, like, have me time and, like, not have to worry about anything else or anyone else. And it was just a great outlet. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. We, we need that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why people sometimes are so addicted to go to the gym. Yeah. Because they have a group of people that they talk to. And they just, like you said, they just – Clock out, you know. And there's uh, different groups too. Like there's people that I came from an athletic background. Like I played softball. I actually played softball in the town of Burlington. And then once their leagues kind of got cut, it was like I need to find something to do. And then a a coworker of mine actually worked for the Carolina Roller Girls or Roller Derby, and um, told me, "Hey, Greensboro's got a roller derby league. You should go try them out." So went to and actually that day, I think, or that night was an actual meet and greet to figure them out and everything. And I was, and that was kind of how I started. There's people that come in our league that don't know how to skate, and we teach them mm-hmm. during their the new skater program that we have. Um, we teach them how to skate. I mean, some of them know how to skate. They don't know their crossovers, like what we, a lot of us do, but it's stuff that we can teach you how mm-hmm. to do. You don't have to come in to roller derby being – I'm the best person on skates and play because you're constantly going to get better at what you do. So that's why we like when patients, when you can tell I work in a hospital. Um, But I think when, um, so there's all different levels. Future patients when they play against you, (laughs) right? um, We have so many different levels. Like I came from athletic background. There's people that have never played a sports to say they're, their life and then they've come straight into a league and we teach everything and that's where you in any league that you want to play in derby they're more than likely got a new skater program that will help you get to where you need to go kind of thing to make you better or and if not then a lot of people transfer to other higher ranked leagues because mm-hmm. we have a lot of those oh yeah mm-hmm. we've got a few couple ranked teams and then we've got there's a wolf the tournament that goes on and all WFTA. WFTA. I know. I keep forgetting they changed that. Mm-hmm. Um, w what? WFTDA. <laughs> they don't like the acronym that it goes with it. So. WTF. Yeah. No, no, they don't like saying WIFTA. Oh. It's WFTDA. Yeah. 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 But it's so there's a lot of like a different plate people that come in like that mm-hmm. and then you got ones that come in like I came in having worked out and played a sport and this that and other and then I'll tell you for tea 
you have to be in shape when you come to Derby. <laughs> oh my god, I wasn't. Like I, was, I wasn't. Like, I thought I was in shape when I came, and pff, they still kick my butt. Were you sore the next day? I so I just started skating in July of 2018 when I moved back to Winston Salem mm-hmm. from Charlotte, and I just went on a whim to boot camp. Hadn't ran in I don't know how many months. Did nothing, and that boot camp, I went home. I fell on my butt like three times that day. I hadn't been on skates since I was, like, in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And so I fell on my butt. I went home with a headache. I couldn't walk for three days because of all the <laughs> squats. I mean, it, it kicked my butt. Yeah. But let me tell you, I was in that program, how long is it, like, three months? Yeah. Three or four three months? Now. Yeah, it's real short. It doesn't. It feels like forever, but it <laughs> goes by real quick. But it kicked my butt into shape, honestly. I lost a lot of weight just being active as often as I was. Of course. I hate the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hate the gym. So this was really Same here. great to help me get active and to get me into eating healthier. I mean, then I injured myself, so that's all gone to shit. But <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can't do I can't do nothing. Yeah. So but But th- I think that uh, some research research shows that when you do something that makes you happy, you change your lifestyle. You mm-hmm. eat better, you sleep better, you you, you are more um social, you know. Not just with your group, but just in general. And um, that's why it's so important to have things like this, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, um, sports, uh, working out with friends, uh, doing things like that, practicing a martial art, something like that. Mm-hmm. And not just because it's good for you, but also because you're connecting with your fellow human beings, you know, and not just being a. I mean, you can be if you want a couch potato, you just could get home and just watch TV all night, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you have something to do it, you know, you have to do it you're more likely to go and do it than if, you s- if it's optional. Absolutely. You know? And, I mean, the greatest thing I think about Greensboro Roller Derby is we have so many, like, so much diversity. Like, there are yes. people from all different backgrounds, religions, um, you know, different shapes and sizes, you know, because derby is not, you know, it's not a cookie-cutter sport. You don't have to be a certain, you know, height or weight. Okay. You can be whatever and you can play because most sports that are like that they you do have to have a specific kind of shit like like football you have yeah. to you know be, you have to be big yeah. yeah and soccer you have to be lean and be able to run and go fast. fast yeah, yeah. With, and with basketball derby. you have to be tall you know absolutely mm-hmm. with derby we're all you know as you can see here we're all different shapes and sizes yeah. and you know we've got some really short people we've got some really tall people we've got some really you know bigger people smaller people um all different colors all different you know nationalities and all different backgrounds really and it's it's wonderful it's it's a great way to kind of expose yourself to people you you don't really you know haven't been around or you are around um, like a cosmopolitan sport yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely that's pretty cool awesome Morita, you want to add something no you were just talking a lot man you know <laughs> <laughs> like you always do but um ow but uh another another question um so this is a league and uh, you guys uh, play like, is, is there like a, cause I heard there was like some sort of like World Cup thing going on. Oh yes. Like, can you guys explain a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. So um, we were actually selected to host the WFTDA playoffs, international uh. playoffs uh, this year in Winston-Salem, which is a huge deal. That's again, it's like the NFL and the Super Bowl. It's like, wow. you know, I mean, it's sort of like the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, playoffs to get to the Super Bowl. It's oh, okay. Happens, okay. It's it's yeah, it's like the knockout the rounds and stuff to actually get to that to that to the to that yeah. event, to that mm-hmm. competition. Okay, cool. 
And it's going to be really cool because there's like over 30 teams from all across the world, not just the nation, uh, the world that wow. are going to be coming together and competing for that a team. That is know. so crazy. Yeah, it's oh, it's so exciting. Like, like usually like what countries are like the most good do you think in your opinion like if you ever watch competitions or international competitions you consider like a powerhouse like for example in soccer you usually talk about brazil you talk mm -hmm. about uh germany you know those big teams how about like in i don't know i think Rosalind. number one in wftda is victoria and australia yeah they're australian it's, mm -hmm. it's a lot of teams between We've got people that come over from um, Australia, and then you've got Europe teams that mm -hmm. are really in the day. We've actually got one of our teammates actually played for um, oh, wow. the Philippines. Oh, wow. For Team Philippines. Mm -hmm. she went over. They went over there and played. That's amazing. Um, and then we've got Great Britain has a couple of teams that yeah. have come that are really high up in ranking. London Roller Girls. Yeah, London. They had, there's a really good documentary docu-series yeah. i'm sorry on amazon yeah about the london I've seen this, yeah. mm. um so there's a lot of teams i mean they come from all over like we've had them um when we watched that w wftda i'm gonna mess that up because i've played for so long and it's always been that one saying so now it's changed i'm like ah. you say it right when you do say it, i say it wrong i used to say wafta and it's wifta <laughs> so but, yeah, it's all over. I mean, there's even people, like, there's people that come from all over. So, when they come for this tournament in September? Yep, Sep September. September 8th, I think. Yeah, it's something. 6th through the 8th? Yeah. So, when they come, they're, we're going to have people from all over. The mm. And then it's your higher rank. So, we're hoping that we're going to get some people from, like, because there's top-known teams in the United States are, like, Gotham mm -hmm. and Portland. Yeah. And then Rose City, which is Portland. And then there's just Rat like City. Rat City. And then you got Colorado has a roller yeah, derby that's really good. Denver. Mm -hmm. And then, so they'll come all over from everywhere. And then a lot of us, we love to watch them because then it's like, you can definitely tell there's people in our league that like certain people. And then you're all just like, oh my God, who's coming? Who's coming? We're all excited. But we're going to have to work our tail off for this too because this is going to be, because we're the host for this. So we're going to have to work our butts off get to get it all organized which i think we have a really good team of people that are heading up the talks and everything and i think we're gonna yeah. make sure we got it down pat but it'll be a good time we hopefully will bring a lot of people in and bring north carolina a little more front in roller derby mm -hmm. um we've got a lot of teams and we've got a lot of teams that are higher ranked and everything that know a few but i think for us to have a tournament held here with that high of a ranking also i think it's going to be a great eye open for a lot of people that have never seen derby in this area to actually see really competitive roller derby how the ranking works based on points for what i don't i don't have all the information on that but it's based on points how do you know somebody's higher ranked than you are or something like that well wftda post um the rankings okay. every i'm not not so how not sure how often but i know that so every season i believe it's um you know how many because you have to play in the wftda sanctioned games and There's usually like that's our a, a team skaters is it b team too no, no just just, a -team. just 18 which is the gate city all-stars <laughs> um they're the ones who set the ranking for greensboro roller derby and i believe it's uh how many you know games that you know we win 
sanctioned games. Sanctioned games in a se- in a season. How many games we win kind of determines where we are in the rankings. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to rankings, to be honest, even when uh, I mean, because I watch a lot of soccer, mm-hmm. and they try to rank teams worldwide, it's sometimes very controversial because they they, they don't they don't really explain how does the ranking system goes. They say by points, but there's like a certain formula they go by. Yeah. Yes, it's, really it's definitely a formula because it's like. If you play, if your league's higher ranked than another league, that's lower. The point spread, even though you're a higher ranked team, if you beat them, but you only beat them by 100 points, you don't impress your score. But if you, if the team below you loses, but only loses by like 50 points, it makes their ranking go up. It's it's just crazy formula. I don't even get it half the Mm -hmm. time. I just look at somebody in our league and go, how did we figure that? Yeah. And then they tell me, and then I'm like, okay, you'd think after playing so long I would know how this works, and it, it doesn't. But that's also how a lot of teams that are international are kind of underranked, and people are a lot of don't realize because a lot of them, they come over for like a week or a couple months. Like especially people from Australia come over for like a month maybe, mm-hmm. and then they play, and they, they stock them full of teams to play. Because that's how they're going to get their ranking. Oh. Because they're from uh, they're from another country, so their rankings are a little bit askew. Oh, okay. So they'll come over there, come over, and they'll just be packed full okay. of playing. And that's just it's a formula that they have, and I can never remember how it goes. Oh yeah. my god! So do you get ranked by team or individually or both? Uh, by team. By our A teams. By our A team. So Greensboro Roller Derby just gained twenty two points from the last bout that we played. And we moved up the rankings to 128 out of 350 WFTDA teams. Oh. So do you, do you guys have, like, dram- rivalry between teams and, <laughs> and, and drama in between that and all stuff? It's interesting. Um, so one another thing that makes Greensboro Roller Derby kind of unique is uh, we have kind of an intramural team, uh, home teams that we call them. So we have three, the, nightmare, the Elm Street Nightmares, the Mad Dolly, <laughs> and then the Battleground Bettys. Um, and we actually, uh, you know, I'm actually a home team only skater, so I only play against the other home team members. Okay. And so we ha- we do have, like, a little rivalry going on between the three of us. It's really fun. Um, to, you know, the Dollies and the Nightmares. We <laughs> Does it <laughs> ever get serious? Year, oh, yeah. Not yep. this year, Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> the Nightmares have actually won, what is it, six years? Six or seven. Six uh. years in a row of the championships against the Dollies, so... We're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Does it ever get serious? Oh. Intense? Yes. Has anybody? Um. Okay, let me ask a question. Has anybody over here had knocked somebody else out? In scrimmage? Like, in, like you mean like, like out like cold or out of bounds? Out of bounds or out cold or just knocked down? I mean. Both. It's by just accident. I like how he did air quotes for accident. <laughs> um, no, I think a lot of what it is, we, it's, we'll shoot the shit and we'll talk about how we're, nightmares are going to win, this, that, and other. We've, the last few years that the nightmares have actually played, we've been impressed that we've actually won the champions. Still. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times it's just we go in, like the nightmares just go in. We're just one of those teams that I think we, like the hodgepodge team, like we're close when we get ready to play, but it's hard for us all to get together. But then when we get together, we really – we just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it has because when we first started winning the tournament, it was a lot of drama around some of it sometimes to where we were just like 
we just played a really good game, but a lot of drama circled it, so it made it not so fun. Now, in the last three years, I think that we've really been not expecting to win. We just go and play, have fun, and it's won, and we've always had a really – it's always been against the Dollies, and mm -hmm. it's always been a really good battle. Like, it's usually to the end, last like the last few rounds or jams, it comes down to points, mm -hmm. and it's just – it's always been a good – it's always been a good game, and I think the last three years have really been – really fun for all of us and yeah. I think that's where the nightmares have kind of been but we're also like I think we're also the black sheep of the league yeah that a lot of people just didn't expect because we're like I said we're like the the town of misfits <laughs> <laughs> when the nightmares because then we're just like it's just how we are and then the dollies and the Bettys have always played really well when we like playing with them mm -hmm. and then I think there's times that you go out there and you hit people and then you, we hit them hard and they go out and you're like are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Like you ask them before you even get up. Absolutely. Okay. We all have the the rivalry going on, but we all love each other. Like mm -hmm. we're all we are one league when we're all together. That's so that's pretty cool. Yeah. It it may be friendly rivalry rivalries sometimes, but in the end, we're all teammates and we all love each other and enjoy each other's company. I love playing against Peppers, and I love playing on her team as well what because. Yeah, I don't like getting hit by peppers, but <laughs> I like to hit with peppers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, I can definitely like relate to to that type of uh, bond that you guys have because even when I used to play soccer back in the day, um, yeah, back in the day, uh, I used to um, I used to be I used to play uh, in around the area Durham Greensboro Raleigh Burlington and um I used to bump o bump into people that I play in the same team with and then I would play against them in like another league and oh hey what's up you know but uh, it would be nice to have him on my team because sometimes they had a good reputation whether they were like really tough or they were uh, really uh, talented it's nice, but then when they're in the other side, you like you start t to get worried, you know, like okay, so what I'm gonna have to do to like <laughs> make sure that this guy doesn't, you know. Well, and I also think it makes you play harder because yeah. you know, um, we know certain people on the certain team. Well, we know the people on the other teams and they're intramurally or the home teams that we know who they're. They're good hitters. We know who mm -hmm. are their jukey jammers. We know who, yeah. mm -hmm. and so. We know who they are, mm -hmm. but you have so you have to better yourself to get yeah. to to really know. And then it's like they're better than themselves because they're playing against us too. So it's it's one of those things that we're constantly when someone does something good, it doesn't matter what team you're on. We'll both be like, that was really good. Yeah. And then it's kind of how I think, you, like you're saying, you're going to run into people and go, "Crap, I don't not want to play against her. Can she yeah. be on mm -hmm. my team now?" Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we'll play like um, some of us will go and do. In, in invitationals and stuff, and yeah. then they'll match ups and this, that, and other that we'll travel for. And then there'll be people on your team that you never get to play with. And we're like that in our league with scrimmage. Some of us will scrimmage and be like, I don't get to play with you any. And now we're playing with you. And it, you just have fun with it. And then I think a lot of that makes you better too because you know what everybody on their team, how they play. I mean, mm. like Grim said, like, I'm a hitter before I'm anything else. And so it makes me have to better myself because I can be a hitter all day, but I need to learn how to do my transitions and speed, like be a faster one because of it. And it's because of other people in our league making us better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> it's funny because um, I feel like you guys have a lot of self-control. 
and that and that shows that shows a, that shows a lot of discipline you know and um and, and <laughs> <laughs> my husband has to tell me before about to keep my elbows in and to keep calm uh, that's my I get my little pep talk from my husband it's keep your elbows in I get a lot of those penalties because you cannot throw your elbow out same um it's a habit of mine and then also if it's I, what I feel like is a bad call I kind of get a little mouthy I've gotten better I've gotten a lot better <laughs> But my husband has to tell me, like, stop, no back talking, no. And that's me. That's just me being competitive. And when you're playing and you get mad because you feel like you did something and they tell you it's wrong, you get very defensive about it. Yeah. And I'm one of those. I am one of those that I have to usually button my lip pretty quick. And it's <laughs> taken me about five years to figure that out. And I've been <laughs> in there six. It's helping you, see. Is is, is making you is making you a, a long time, it, but, it's, but it's making you a more patient person, right? That's true. Yeah. So that's a plus. Try. And be, maybe because you get you are getting to release that anger that you felt. You're like, bitch, you'll see. Yeah. Give me a minute. <laughs> Give me. Let me come around. You'll see what will happen. <laughs> that's pretty cool, man. Um. <laughs> it's it's funny that you say that though because uh, I do ha I do also have a temper but I don't um like to a certain extent I try to be very sneaky about how I go about things you know uh, so especially when uh, when someone hits me you know and I'm like okay and uh, and they they say something you know they 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 supposedly they're helping me but they say like next time I'm gonna hit you harder and I'm like okay we'll see about that and then they think I'm not gonna hit them or anything. But when the ref is not watching, I usually like throw an elbow, <laughs> like yep. really, like I I throw an elbow. And and uh, last time it was um, it was this is how it was, how intense it was because uh, he this guy was very close to me, but he he was playing against me, and it was a semifinal game uh, that I had, and uh, he was getting a little bit too pushy, especially like trying to like injure another one of my teammates uh, during that game. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm not gonna take it. And I warned him, like, hey, knock it down. And he he wouldn't listen. I was like, okay, I gave you a warning. And then once the ref wasn't watching, and I literally, he was like right behind me. I went boom, and then ooh, and then I just ran. I ran to the other side of the field. <laughs> 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 so everybody was screaming and yelling, hey, hey, hey. But I was in the other side. I was like, how can I hit him? You know, I was here, and the ref didn't see anything. So therefore. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, he didn't see anything. I got away with it. Then I went and, you know, I grabbed him like, hey, I told you I was gonna hit you, you <laughs> know, <laughs> simple as that, you know. So that's how like I, I am. Yeah, we still talk. He was really mad. He was really mad during the game, but uh, after the game finished, you know, he was like, okay, like, don't do that again. I was like, I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot hide from the refs in roller derby. No, they are always watching. Uh -huh. There's too many of them. God. How many? So if we have a sanctioned bout, you have to have lead jammer. Lead jammer for two teams, so it's two refs. Usually inside, so you have at least two inside jam refs or inside pack refs, and then you usually have two outside pack refs. But sometimes it can. I think that's right because. And then you have like the what the head ref. The lead ref. That's like what at least six. At least six. Wow. So in your the track is only so big. Mm -hmm. And NSOs, and oh, you yeah, got you people that are NSOs. helping to score, keep up with everything. Um, it's hard, and a lot of times we've played 
I don't think I've ever seen that be really aggressive in our intramural league. Now, our travel teams, mm-hmm. sometimes you might get a league that gets a little more aggressive, but then that's one of the times that you – sometimes when they're playing that way, you just have to step back and just play your game, and then hopefully the refs will see it. And to play. But I don't think we've had that in a while, our travel teams. And I think a lot of times it's just – I think a lot of the roller derby now is they're competitive, but mm-hmm. they – they're just competitive for play, not mm-hmm. for competitive to be a, a bitch or an yeah. ass to anybody. So, but it, there's still times that you can they can have somebody on the team that's just not in the right headspace, mm-hmm. and they get a little more aggressive with it, and this, <laughs> that, and other. And then, and then that's just ones that you just learn as a team. Okay, that one's getting more hot headed. You might want to stay away from her, or just like don't mess with her. Just let her do her thing because a lot of times in derby, the refs are going to see it. You know, because too many eyes. Yeah, too many <laughs> eyes, and then you've also because you've got the opportunity. Uh, um, you've also got people there. We also don't want to look like a dick to the fans mm-hmm. because we've got kids in the audience, and we don't want kids to see or hear. Because I'm words will fly out of my mouth mm-hmm. quick and heartbeat, and I don't even pay attention <laughs> to what's around me. So we try not to portray that that we're this. Rough and tumble team because it makes you look bad too. Yeah. As a league, you look bad for being for somebody that's mouthing off for to another teammate. For being too aggressive. So you have yeah. an etiquette. You sport. definitely have an etiquette. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Um, you can actually get you know insubordination and be ejected from the game if you for talking trash. Yeah, yeah. For, for saying cuss words, for you know, getting too angry, aggressive. Is it is it more female oriented? So um. Yeah, technically, uh, you know, roller derby is a female um, powered sport, but um, we're kind of into this new age of, um, you know, gender identity. It's kind of, you know, we all know it's on a spectrum. Um, so if you identify as a woman, um, you don't necessarily have to be female, you Yeah.